0: period in history that involves monumental change has always begun with one person taking a stand.
1: When government is tyrannical, the people of God have a duty to not follow and not comply.
0: And I just need to know who is willing
1: Death. can't be what you do, it has to be who you are. All right, well we have one of our patriots willing to stand here with us today. Um if you are watching this at libertyfirstsociety.com, I hope you you have actually uh seen the noncompliant movie uh, already. It's it's right there. Maybe that's how you got here, but if you hadn't, go go ahead and go there and uh make sure you watch that movie. And uh we need to stand. It's time to stand. And and so wanted to basically get some firsthand experience we're here with uh with our friend bj out of oregon i mean of all places to be standing up for liberty and be you know really in the thick of it man um oregon is one of those places so bj welcome my friend
0: hey thanks for having me i'm, I'm happy to be here and uh do what we can do to try to motivate some more patriots to do uh what's needed to preserve our republic
1: yes sir and you are with uh, People's Rights out of Oregon. What's, uh, tell us your organization exactly.
0: Yeah, so our group specifically, well, we're a member of People's Rights, which is a national organization, uh, just under 60,000 people nationally. Here in Oregon, I'm the state assistant, and uh, we're just under 10,000 members strong here in Oregon. Specifically in Central Oregon, our group is, is kind of a, the the guiding light um, for for most groups at this point. Um, We're 3000 members strong in in a county of just under 200,000. So uh, we've made a great presence and uh, we continue to grow every day. In fact, every time our governor opens her mouth, we grow by about 30 percent that following week. So, um, (laughs) you know, there's benefits, there's benefits to tyranny. It brings patriots together.
1: Yeah, thanks, Kate. Um, And I, I would say you're the guiding light you know even even further than that because we we reference the stuff you're doing we talk about what you guys have done um everywhere we go when we when we teach so i wanted to be able to capture this for part of our activism boot camp is where this is uh where this is going to be and we, we might stream it on the show as well but i i want uh, a first-hand account you know i mean the the things we talk about the recommendations we give of organizing how to do this how to go about this um so you guys have been there been in the thick of it uh you put a lot of these things into practice and you're you're still doing that today every day so let's start with let's start at the beginning so you know who who is who, who is this guy I'm talking to? Like, where were you at? What's going on? And what spurred you into this? How, how did you get started on this in the first place?
0: Sure. So I'm BJ Soper. I live in Redmond, Oregon. Um, I got involved with the Patriot movement after watching the Bundy ranch take place um i grew up in nevada i had moved to oregon and witnessed what was taking place down in southern nevada and it just my eyes spun open and i knew right then and there that i I had a a new mission in life and that was to get involved and and try to work to ensure like i said our republic is preserved for for our kids and, and our posterity uh fast forward what six years from there seven years from there coming on i guess um COVID hits, mask mandates hit, lockdowns hit, and uh, I'm hearing from people all around my community that, that this isn't gonna work, we don't wanna do this. So we held a town hall meeting here in Redmond uh, that we just announced on social media in three days. And we had over 500, 500 of our community members stand up and said, uh, came out and, and spoke out against what was taking place. And, and that's where people's rights really took off. Um, our good friend, Ammon Bundy, he created the people's rights website where we're able to have this texting system to be able to reach out when somebody's in trouble uh gives us the ability to communicate with one another in a in a very short matter of time in a uh, vast quantity of people with those communications all at once as well too so the concept of uniting to uniting to defend was born at that point um so yeah it's it's been it's been a roller coaster ride we have seen our membership start with 35 people. And we sat inside of a a building and complained for three weeks. We didn't know what to do. We didn't know how to fight. We didn't know where we were gonna stand. How would that even look like? Um, But the one thing that we realized is that there wasn't one issue that we faced as a community that all 35 of us were willing to stand up and fight for at that very given moment. And that spun the idea of creating a a hub, uh, if you would, if you will, or a pool of people where ideas come in and the person that's leading that idea has the ability to recruit from the pool of people to help them uh, on that target, to, to accomplish that mission, so to speak. And so that's how our group has grown. We developed these these subgroups, which are that range from prepping to constitutional studies, where where you guys have been out to teach us and our YouTube channel with, with lots of different videos. Um, we've gone into uh, what we call the mask force, where one of our members has, has put countless time and energy and, and money into creating booklets to help businesses fight back against un- unconstitutional mandates and and customers fight back against abusive businesses um, we have spun up countless different ideas and areas to approach that each and every one of our members has an opportunity to engage or not to engage in and they also have the opportunity to present ideas that they want to fight in so that they can find other people to go in and that format has grown into something that uh, I've just we've just never seen before in the patriot community. I've seen patriot groups, you know, s- something happens within within the country and and people rise up and they get together for for about forty five days and and that roller coaster of, of growth hip happens and then it falls off to nothing. Well, this is something different apparently because we've done nothing but continue to grow uh, and and find people of like mind and body that want to stand up that want to save our communities that want to save our country that want to protect our state so that's kind of it in a real nutshell in a real quick nutshell the concept of united to defend is basically where we're standing on
1: let's go back i want to share um share the uh website here the screen that you you and i both refer to people's rights so and i kind of throw this out to people recommendation you can use it not use it whatever but this this website Um, is a is a really kind of a hub to help you organize where you are Uh, so when you you go in here and you can sign up and then there will be uh, what do you call it like leaders uh, certain leaders and contacts in the community and and it'll have the contacts and and uh, can you can you kind of share with people how how you utilize this how how it works how it helps as for how it's helped your group
0: yeah, sure. So this is our, our main form of communication. And that's that's basically the the best aspect that this website works for us. So there's a ton of information on there that'll help people with you know talking about prepping and talking about ham radios and all these different aspects. But the main purpose is to be able to communicate with your neighbor in a time of need. And so just like you said, you would go on, you'd log on and sign up. Uh, you, we don't ask for a lot of information. It's your name, your phone number and email, that's it. And then you're gonna pick Um, you're going to go on the map and you're going to pick what state you live in. And if there's a a people's rights group that's already established there, you're going to be able to find names and phone numbers of the people that are leading that. They're called area assistants or state assistants. And uh, the way people's rights is formatted, there's no hierarchy. We're not. We don't, we don't got a, a national president and, and have this trickle down effect of leadership. It's, it's all done at the local level at that group level. So each group has the ability to be independent and format how they want to operate depending on their situation. So what may work here for in central Oregon might not work in Florida or Portland, or so to speak, we're fairly rural. It might not work in, in the more urban areas. And so it just is a, a real loose fitting way to organize people, to bring them together and give them the ability to communicate very easily, uh, in mass without going through a whole lot of steps or, or trouble to do that.
1: Right. So a good organizational tool and and those tools are out there. So people don't have to really reinvent the wheel or try to come up with something now, exactly. you, you talked also about the separate groups. So you, you guys have uh like you're specifically people's rights oregon five right that's right. your sort of cell right your little domestic terrorist cell um, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> but you guys have you establish separate uh separate areas of interest areas of focus within your group so you guys have like an educational part of uh, like homeschooling that kind of uh, folks mm-hmm. that work in that that realm and try to move that forward the ham radio, radio and communication, mask, uh, all that sort of stuff. What are uh, what are some of the other other things, other groups, other active groups that people have been, you know, sure. Drawn so to and so what what
0: one of the foundational groups, we have four foundational groups that that we ask everybody to be uh, that's in People's Rights Organ Five to be a member of communications. Obviously, you know, you need to be able to communicate with each other if we're going to help each other. Constitutional studies. If we don't know our rights, if we don't know our rights, how do we know that they even still exist? uh the next one is prepping if we can't take care of ourselves first and foremost how can we expect to take help our neighbors out and the last one is called uh, lgop or little groups of patriots so if we're our own first line of defense our little group of patriots made up of our neighbors our friends our family that live closest around us and and it's the group that you would call in first and foremost if something if you were ever in need if you were ever in trouble and so that's the foundation of people's rights Oregon five we have about 45 different lgops that that span uh central oregon and each one of those groups they they kind of take on that same independent role they they prepare for what they feel like they is necessary they work in the areas that they feel is necessary and they take on tasks and, and uh, ways to fight back and protest in a way that they feel necessary. And so that becomes that that baseline, that foundation where everybody can work and, and ask for help at. So um, and then we go into our first responders. Our first responders is our security team, the guys that that watch the door at our, at our meetings when we have you know anywhere. Well, you guys saw anywhere from three to five hundred people show up on a weekly basis. They help. Our businesses um, that feel threatened, uh, from whether it's a state or groups like Antifa or Black Lives Matter um, that, that uh, are, are pushing buttons out there. Um, they watch the door for these business owners to make sure that they can focus on, on running their businesses. And then, like you said, we got our, uh, our homeschooling group. We have in our group about 60 kids. It's growing every day, especially now that the mask mandate come back, has come back here in Oregon. Uh, We got uh, prayer warriors. We have um, another one that's kind of dear to me is the state of East Oregon, the concept of creating a state within a state when, you know, uh, two societies, two very distinct societies can't get along anymore. So all of these ideas were spun off of the idea of that hub concept. Um, they didn't happen overnight. We started with two or three and it's grown to about 12 or 13 now. So, uh, we just keep expanding when we think that that's something that's worthwhile, uh, of putting our, our, um, our mind and and time and energy into, into fighting for What
1: do you, what do you think you talked about it continuing to grow? You know, it hasn't petered out. It hasn't been just, you know, uh, kind of connected to a singular event that comes and goes is, is it is it the sort of building the 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 progressive building uh the structure as as you learn as you see things and that gives people a place to plug in everybody really has uh you know something that they can focus focus on and, and and everybody's involved what do you what do you is that what you attribute the consistent growth to i mean besides obviously the oppression that that's ramping up and then You obviously, you know, have a solution oriented place for people to go. Um, So, I mean, can you speak to that? Like, what would you attribute the fact that you've been successful at continuing to expand?
0: Well, first and foremost. Um, it was a place where people could go and be normal again throughout all the throughout the lockdowns. You know, we, we came out there, we'd have dinner, we get to know each other. We developed a community. We developed our own neighborhood. And, and it was just somewhere where normalcy was returned, if even for just a couple of hours, you know, um, one night a week. And so that was the start of it. But then people saw other people standing up. Um, nobody wants to be the first, right? We've talked about that a lot. Nobody wants to be the first one or the only one out there standing. So when other people see 10 or 20 or 30 or a hundred other people standing, they're more willing to step outside of their comfort level and, and, and engage in these actions. And once they start to engage, they start to build some, they start to build some confidence and some energy for this, what, where they want to be. And so I, I put a lot of that to it. A lot of it's word of mouth. People come out and say, this is, this is just such a great um group to be a part of there's no pressure there's lots of places to engage and it's just uh we're we're like minds have come together and i think we're also in a special place here in central oregon we are right on the line of where rural uh crosses over into the crazy urban area of portland eugene so on and so forth and those ideologies are clashing right there uh, heavily so we have um we have some societal motivations to to come together and not feel isolated so I think I, I think our our geographic location helps with that as well too
1: yeah seems to me we have a similar dynamic here and I imagine a lot of places have that which of course is the source of a lot of the friction um you talked about you know being able to sort of come apart or come together and and, and be normal um can you speak to the the role of uh, any any business leaders or kind of prominent helpers? I mean, you, it seems like you have, there's a place where people can go. I mean, how important is that to be able to have a place where you can all gather and feel safe and, and, you know, build that community?
0: It's absolutely imperative. You can't do it without it. And, uh, we've been blessed to have some of our local businesses stand up, say, I'm not going to comply. I'm going to stay open. We're going to do the things we're going to, We're going to run our business the way that we decided to run our business, uh, whether it be one of our coffee shops or our local, our local restaurants, so on and so forth. Uh, Specifically out where we meet uh, out at Aspen Lakes at the golf course, those owners are, are patriots, true and true. And they said, look, we're scared, but we're going to push through because we feel it's the right thing to do. And when they do that, when they're willing to stand up, the support of the community was was unbelievable. Those businesses were were packed. They were they were never slow. Uh, the community rallied to their aid financially, um, physically when needed. And it was just, again, that growth of, of community again, just the, the thought of community and rallying around the rest of our community members when they needed to rally around, especially the ones that were standing up, um, you know, really sticking their necks out on the line to fight back.
1: I want to talk a little bit about the, uh, the defending the businesses and things that you guys went through in dealing with some of these agencies, OSHA and uh, different things like that. Can you share some of those experiences? Because um, Oregon was pretty, I mean, targeted businesses and, I mean, was targeting people. And you guys had some folks uh, that really took a stand and said, you know, we're not we're not going to go along with that. Uh, yeah, how did, got- what happened there and how did you guys approach approach that? How did you deal with this? So what's some of the sort of tactics and strategies that you can share with people?
0: Sure. So, uh, for, I mean, perfect example, one of our coffee shops is has a $126,000 fine that they're fighting right now. Another one, $27,900. So, on, it, the list goes on and on. Um, we were able to keep the state at bay and force them to go through other channels, um, which are... Which has been great because those channels are being legally challenged at the moment for being valid, whether, whether it was a proper execution of their authority or not. But we were able to, by supporting these businesses, keeping the doors, keeping, keeping every seat filled day and night, able to basically apply scare tactics to the state that they're not welcome there. Uh, there's been times where we had security out front in the doors, and and the standing order was that if anybody's coming in uh, to serve papers, they need to leave and go get a warrant to be able to do that. And so that message was leaked, and um, with the courage of people willing to stand and make that stand for our neighbors, um, the state was really put off. They didn't know what to do. They're trying to serve papers through emails, which we all know is is not a legal illegal way to to serve papers. They just didn't quite know how to handle it, and in turn, a lot of our businesses um were were they they staved off the the effects of being fined um, other businesses took to the took to the the legal course and and actually filed lawsuits and surprisingly, those businesses that filed lawsuits were never fined by OSHA. So interesting paradigm that comes along with that. What, you know, what the reasoning is, we don't know yet because, as you know, the court system is going to be three to five years to get anything through this stuff. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes out. But that dynamic of people standing up and protecting other people that, that are in need or that need the help is exactly why we were able to fend off the state at these specific businesses that stood up um, when we did now other businesses suffered because they weren't willing to stand up all the way and uh, and, and they caved and, and they they complied and they still got fined and that that's the, the interesting dynamic there too is that the state didn't uh, they didn't have any any uh, sympathy for for anybody that stood open if you were open they would try to find you whether you came into compliance or not. So uh, at one point you just have to decide, are you going to stand on your feet or are you going to die on your knees? And these businesses were willing to stand on their feet and fight. So um, just standing and uniting with those people was was the common cause. And it, it, so far it's been very successful.
1: Awesome. So Now shifting gears to the political sphere, political activism, um, you guys have lately Uh, as we we've talked a little bit about not not in great detail but um you indicated to me that you guys began engaging in the precinct strategy and trying to uh, you know really take over the precinct chairs how uh talk to people about that and uh tell us how how that went how's it going
0: well sure so i first of all it's a it's a plug for you guys i uh you know being a member of liberty first i watched the boot camp and and wielding influence just stuck with me we need to wield influence we need to wield influence and it dawned on me that a 3000 person member group can wield a lot of influence in a small community and so uh, a lot of our members are are both uh, Republican party members have been there for a long time and people's rights members. And and of course they're going to cross over because there's a very similar platform there. Uh, one of the, the PCP chairs, the precinct committee person chairs approached us and said, Hey, what do you guys think about filling these seats? I'm like, well, how do you do it? And she explained it simply fill out the piece of paper, you get appointed and, uh, you're a precinct committee person. There's not a lot to do. You come vote once a month, you go to a meeting once a month, you're engaged. And this is a real easy way for people to to dive in and and make a difference by uh, by by giving a vote for for the right people at the right time at the right place. Uh, When we found out that in our county, Deschutes County, there was five hundred and thirty some odd precinct uh, precinct committee positions and only about one hundred and ten of them were filled. We said, here's an opportunity for everybody that's upset with how the Republican party is running, Uh, they feel that it's full of rhinos or or whatever the the direction is. Here is an opportunity for like-minded individuals to fill out a piece of paper and sign up to to basically fill these seats and and grab a majority in a matter of weeks rather than a matter of of years through election processes. And so far we have filled over a hundred of those seats we are already at about a 50-50 margin with the existing PCP or pcp people that were that were already in the party so we filled it up to about half and and the goal is to to fill the rest of it up and you know this is where our our system our communication system comes in super handy i can send a text out to the third, the 3000 members of deschutes county and say there's 200 seats to be a precinct committee person fill out the piece of paper and let's let's go we you know let's start influencing our community let's start influencing the republican party here locally so we quit putting rhinos in so we quit putting people that are spineless in into these positions and uh let's move forward and so far so good um the existing (laughs) the existing members in in the party are are very scared uh they're scrambling to figure out (laughs) ways to slow us down and and unfortunately there's not any way to do that and uh, I think they recognize uh, the train that's, that's leaving the station uh, without them. And so, you know, it, it's just a great, it's just a great way to get people involved. And really, you know, this is a great spot for, for some of our older people that can't get out and protest and and rally and do the things and stand in front of, of, of restaurants and protecting. This is a great place for our like-minded um, older people that to, to engage. And it's very simple. They get to show up to a meeting. Usually there's good food and uh, we, wield our influence like you like you taught you know we can it gives us that ability to wield that influence
1: awesome very awesome um do you do you see a lot of um well let me ask like this are you guys able to engage uh a lot of business leaders in the group and and uh have you what i see sometimes because i think that the business people the business leaders in the community could be be very 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 significant uh at as the tip of the spear in the group however so many business people are very risk averse they 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 have a lot to lose in their perspective and uh, even though i think as powerful as they could be sometimes very hard to get business leaders to take the lead uh in these kind of resistance movements so what have you seen as far as that's concerned
0: well, I think uh, the dynamic, the dynamic in the Patriot movement's changed. Um, when I first got involved through, through you know, Bunny Ranch and then Sugar Pine Mine and, and Malheur and, and all those issues, um, the, the majority of the Patriot movement people were, 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 were poor people, right? They saw what was going on and they did everything they could to help, uh, you know, in, in any way that they could that dynamic has changed with this new oppression tyranny whatever whatever we're calling it now because the business members are feeling the sting as well too and you i'm you're absolutely right we've had businesses are like we want to fight but you know we're just not sure we can't really take all these risks and and that's fine we try to help out as best as we can with them and and usually they'll help out you know financially if we're doing a a fundraiser or something like that, they'll send, they'll send money in and try to help in in those ways. But we've had a lot of very successful business owners join people's rights, take the lead and push the message that, that we're trying to unite to defend, not only to, to their other business members in their community, but to their customers as well too. So we're seeing a change of the guard to where, you know, they're not as reluctant as, as we've seen in the past.
1: Excellent. Excellent. Very cool. Um, Now, can you talk a little bit about I know you guys have a a significant homeschool group. Um, What's what's been the experience where you're at as far as the the schools, school boards, mask mandates, all this sort of thing. We see people all over the country uh, flooding their school boards and rising up and pushing back. Uh, I don't know what the school dynamic is where you're at in particular i know you guys in a more rural probably more conservative area i i don't know where you're at but have you seen a lot of that stuff in in your in your area have you guys been engaged in that as far as a school board or is your focus um mostly been on getting the kids out and getting them you know homeschooled getting them out of that system
0: so we have been focused on the school boards uh, and also getting our kids out of the system. I, I fully agree. My daughter's nine, she's out of the system completely. Uh, but I still want to fight for the parents and the families that that just don't have that option. You know, some, some people don't have that option. Some people do, and you know, there's no reason to not engage in this. Uh, we have a really strange dynamic here in central Oregon. Um, the school districts kind of surround the towns. So Bend has its own school district. And Redmond has its own school district and Sisters has its own school district and and some of the other towns around there. Now, our our conservative, our more conservative towns like Redmond and and Prineville, we've been fighting back. And just last night, our local school board here in Redmond uh, passed a resolution that said that they were gonna stand up and, and, uh, and not necessarily disregard the governor's mandates, but to push back against it. They were looking at ways to legally fight it and challenge it, so on and so forth. They wanted to do that wasn't as strong as what we were hoping for but it's a good start at that point uh bend man bend has become uh, a little portland and liberal ideology has really set in there and they have a board of five i mean far as far left crazies as you can imagine got elected in there and so that fights a lot harder and we've been pushing back really hard to get people to stand up and 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 tell them like look if these mask mandates and these vaccine things are are going to come to fruition our kids just aren't going to go to school so in the meantime while we're pushing back on these school boards uh to do the right thing we're also organizing walkouts um our 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 latest mandate that came out is that all of our healthcare workers and our school employees have to be vaccinated uh by i think it's september 15th and uh the calls have been pouring in of people that that refuse and what do you want to do and so again growth We've been at a crazy growth spurt as well, but we're organizing these groups to walk out as well as student walkouts as well too, to protest the mass mandate. And really it's not so much, it's not so much the mandate it's local control is what we're after. We're looking for local control to be restored back to the communities where it's supposed to be and not be dictated in a, in a one of mandate that doesn't fit all of Oregon. So, you know, that's, that's really the big push right now. Um, We know they're going to continue you to to motivate me we just supposed to go to uh wearing masks you know everywhere indoor outdoors while you're sleeping whatever you know just to, in the shower all the good stuff while you're swimming they want you wearing masks you know just whatever the case is but uh these people that are being affected by it um are willing to push back we, we got a couple hundred kids that are willing to stand up and, and walk out of school we got a couple of hundred uh, school employees willing to do the same so we're facilitating that and just like with our businesses our group is going to stand with them while they walk out right and so one of the best ways that we can facilitate people seeing in our community seeing what's happening is is you know quite honestly to create a spectacle and and spectacles gain attention they're going to gain the media attention and and people are going to start thinking about uh, or well, at least our goal is is to get people start thinking about you know why are these people walking out why are these people fighting so hard uh against what what they're being dictated to by the state
1: yeah and that's another thing i think you know when you talk about members constantly uh you're you're constantly receiving members in the group growing you know you you guys have done these things and then people are out there there people feel isolated and you know i'm the only one or whatever but and then when they see that they realize hey there's some group out there there's some people out there let me find let me find these folks uh right you do you see that happening i mean some people have basically come to you because of the stand that you've taken and they you know they became aware of that
0: Exactly. They, you know, driving by, they saw a rally and they're like, they'll call and say, Hey, what are you guys about? Or, um, the, the best, the best growth mechanism has been just word of mouth neighbors talking to neighbors. Hey, I go to this people's rights group and you guys really should come. You, you should just really come. I can't, I can't really explain what it's all about, but you just need to see it firsthand. And, and so that's been the explosion. That has been the reason, uh, and it's, and it's, it's good. It's, it's heartwarming to see because I probably you, you and me alike at some point felt like we were the only ones out there. You know, it's like, I can't believe that we can't get people to stand up and had that Mm -hmm. frustration for the last five or six years. And now, now we're seeing something different. Now we're seeing people actually, okay, okay. They're getting it and, and, and to facilitate that growth and to facilitate those actions and, and keep people motivated, working towards, uh, what they look to be as a, as a better, you know, a better life and a better country, um, it's great. It's great to see people actually engage.
1: Excellent. And you, I mean, you live in, there went Chrisanne, you live in, no, it's okay. Uh, you live in one of the most, you know, lefty liberal states in America, in the Republic. So how how do you feel? I mean, here you guys are fighting. I mean, it, it sounds to me, I don't know if I want to use the word encourage, but it it sounds like you're You know, your spirits are good, at least today. I mean, you're active. You guys are doing something. Um, I mean, do you feel good about this?
0: I feel great about it because Oregon is made up of two very dynamic societies. Um, The very vast majority of Oregon geographically thinks and lives and and feels much like I do and our group does. There is that small northwest corner, uh, geographically small compared to the rest of it, that is just packed with people that uh, give the the impression that oregon is this far left uh lefty lefty state and it's really not the vast majority of the of the state itself is good conservative people that simply just want to live their life be left alone and and get government you know out of their way so that we can be successful again and so that's what's encouraging to me um the, the the idea of of creating another state within uh, within exi- excuse me creating another state within the bounds of an existing state or or other states um, people people question that and they don't understand how that can be done but when when we lay it out there for them uh, and say hey you know we can do this it's been done in the past it's constitutional it's lawful it's historical uh, they get motivated and they get excited to think that uh, maybe someday we're going to have a state that's not controlled by the, the liberal left 180 miles over the mountains from us
1: amen awesome bro so i'm gonna we'll try to wrap it up but let's let's say um you know i'm 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 a i'm conservative i'm kind of ticked off i i don't know what to do i'm looking to plug in like what what's some advice for for that guy so the newbie who's frustrated um what would what would what would be some of your keys that you would give to the to that
0: person gotcha gotcha so a uh, couple of things get connected with people's rights you know it, it it's simple it's easy Get connected with your neighbors talk to your neighbors be able to to unite and, and discuss you know these like mind, these like-minded ideas and and you know just basically all the problems that you're facing to start get that off your chest and then once you got that off your chest start talking about what you're going to do to engage to to motivate your community and motivate your neighborhood and to and to start enacting change how are like you said how are you going to wield that influence uh, People'sRights.org is a great starting point. You're going to be able to go onto the website and find those like-minded people. Um, and then, if you really, once you get that started, and you want to, and you want to dive in a little bit more, um, our local website, People'sRightsOregon5.com, uh, really lays out how our group here locally is structured and organized. And it'll give you some ideas. And like when we go and present to other groups, I tell them it's like, look. Take some of it. Take all of it. Take none of it. Do do what's best for your local group. Do what's best for it for your area, and and adapt. You know the 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 tools that we're giving you to help unite with other people because that's the key. If we're not if we're not united, we're going to get picked off one by one. Just like Franklin said, you were, you know, if we don't stand together, we'll surely hang together. And and so you know that's that's kind of the foundation behind this is we got to have strength in numbers. Numbers wields wields influence. Uh, numbers wield uh, a power and just in, in having that and, and it wields security as well too. So those are the two places I would I would get people going to start. is peoplesrights.org to get signed up and find your local group. And if there's not one there, guess what? You can be the leader and get it started yourself. Um, that's a great way to get started, especially for the people that are motivated, they have good leadership skills, uh, you know, even just organizational skills. Um, you will put your name on the list as, as a leader and we'll start recruiting people to, to your neighborhood. So, uh, those are two fantastic options to get going with.
1: What, it, what, uh, all right. Next group of people not to put you on the spot, but let's say you have, uh, a lot of different groups or, you know, a good number of different groups in the same area basically people of the same mindset, but, but they, uh, they're, they're not, they're not networked together, uh, you know, significantly and every group's been focused on it's it's thing, but then so many feel like, well, you know, in their individual groups, we're not, we're not getting much done. We're not do. I'm frustrated. I don't see results. Uh, what would you say to those folks?
0: Um, you know, just reach out to those other groups. If we're like-minded, and somebody's doing something good and you want to help out with it you know offer up that assistance you know there's there's no ego here you know there's no ego here and trying to restore the restore the republic if somebody's got the lead on it and it sounds like a good idea man engage with them jump in there help them wherever you can help them um, even if it's not in a leadership role it doesn't matter just get in there and engage and help them we're doing the same thing here we got some other groups that are taking the leads on some some recall efforts on on those uh, school board members that we talked about and and great hey when you guys get going, let us know how we can help. Uh, same thing with us; we got people reaching out to to engage in some of the things that we're doing. Hey, when you guys are ready for us, let us know how we can help. Um, we got to get past uh, this the, this the separatist ideology or the tribal tribalism kind of like we've talked about in the past of you know oh I'm doing this and I don't I don't like this person because he's doing that so on and so forth. We just got to do better. Um, reach out let those communities grow, let those, let those friendships rekindle, uh, reach out and and let neighbors become neighbors again. So that's the best advice that I can give there is just, you know, trying to stretch out the olive branch and and see what we can do to help each other.
1: Amen. All right, man. Totally awesome. This is BJ Soper, people's rights out of Oregon. Um, Now we we've been out there and taught like you, you've had us out there, quite a few times seems like yeah. I, I think three
0: times three times last year New yeah year
1: alone um so it's been amazing do we do the movie out there I think we you guys did a movie we
0: did the movie out there yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. Awesome. And then we got a little movie theater that that wants to show it as well too uh in downtown Redmond which would be awesome little little 50 seat uh theater on a big screen it would be really cool so we're working on that trying to get that done for you guys and cool. uh just really pushing the message it, it you know you're you're 2000 what 500 miles away from here. And, uh, you know, before, before not very long ago, we didn't know each other. And once we get to know each other, we realize just how similar of a mindset that we have, uh, even, even along these vast distances. And, and I think that expands across most of the United States, you know, we're not alone, we're not outnumbered. Uh, we just gotta, we just gotta get up our butts and, and, and take back what, uh, what's supposed to be
1: well amazing bro uh, you're one of our heroes i mean just the way you guys have really rolled up your shirt sleeves and and put this stuff into action um you know we we've, we've learned from from you we i mean you your group really was the motivation for us to put together that activism boot camp and and try to That's give cool. people some direction and uh, so certainly wanted to get you in here and make you part of it and and um let the people hear from you and and you know get encouraged get some uh get some pointers and some advice and stuff like that and uh, i think the monsoon has arrived in tampa the daily monsoon but uh appreciate having you appreciate you uh giving us your time man appreciate you coming on i think uh i think i'll probably this is probably going to be an episode of of uh the podcast we'll go ahead and and broadcast this but then we'll also have it available at uh, libertyfirstsociety.com as part of the uh activism boot camp there just so people can hear this firsthand so we really appreciate you brother keep up the fight and hopefully we will see you out there very soon god bless man thanks Thanks everybody for for watching and uh man great patriots out there as bj said you're you're not alone it's worth the fight and uh there are things you can do get plugged in get networked and uh, communicate one, other, one one another, build community and stand up, protect, protect our rights, protect one another. And you know, this is something we talked about lately a lot where you hear uh, you hear some of this from BJ about really building that, that separate system, building, building your own community, getting out from the dependency uh, and, and control being under the thumb of the society, that, that society that's against you. Uh, so you can build these little hubs of liberty to help you be able to stand on your own two feet and not be as controlled uh, by that, you know. So, hey, liberty is a gift from God and we have a duty to stand for it. and we're going to do we're going to do the best we can and we're going to put it in his hands at the end of the day. Uh, but uh, it's required of stewards that a man be found faithful. So since liberty is a gift from God, we're going to steward it as best we can and, and until until the lights go out. Uh, But we're going to be that light in the darkness. So God bless you guys. Appreciate everybody uh, listening and learning and most of all, plugging in, engaging, pushing back, standing up for our rights and the rights of future generations. God bless you all. See you next time.